Hello, and welcome to another episode of GoodCast, a podcast produced by Goodwill North Central Texas. It's a show where we take a closer look at the story behind the store and highlight successes made possible thanks to the generous donations of everyday people. Did you know that September is Hunger Action Month? This observance was established in 2008 by Feeding America and is aimed at creating a nationwide movement to address hunger crisis faced by members of our community. According to Feeding America, 34 million people face food insecurity, including 9 million children. This shortage has been elevated with the ongoing pandemic, and the need for food banks and community fridges is greater than ever. That's why today we're speaking with our friends over at Funky Town Fridge to hear about the good work they're doing here in Fort Worth. I am Kendra Richardson. I am the founder of Funky Town Fridge. And Funky Town Fridge is a community fridge organization. We place refrigerators around the city of Fort Worth and privately owned businesses and allow them to be open and accessible to anybody in the community um, who may need food 24 seven. Okay, awesome. How long have y'all been in operation? Two years coming up, actually. Oh, it's September tomorrow. Mm. Two years. <laughs> awesome. It'll be two years. <laughs> happy, happy anniversary. Thank you. What got you into this idea of like community fridges? The idea of community fridges I saw on Instagram um, in New Orleans and Houston first. Okay. And then um, I just knew something that was worth needed. I'm from the Stop Six Projects, and so um, I know what food insecurity looks like, and I know that much hasn't changed since 95, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) here are the Funky Town Fridges. Uh, The Stop Six Projects that were uh, recently torn down um, on the east side of Fort Worth, and now they're moving all those people out and starting to rebuild um, to bring people with I'm sure the income that they want to be in that neighborhood now. So you had this idea to start a community fridge project. What happened next? Like, did you start reaching out to people, seeing if they had like spare fridges? Like, how do you pick locations and all that? Um, I researched first. Um, I always want to know what I'm getting myself into <laughs> and how to do it and um, know the risks that were involved in the steps I should maybe take. So I just started doing research, um, looking at different community fridges around the world and just seeing how they're in and how they're being experienced and how those communities um, are embracing them. So I did research for about a month um, and started reaching out to a friend who was also a community leader and told her what I was trying to do. And I was essentially trying to start the organization with her. But um, she gave me a fridge and told me I could have it. It was like a brand new refrigerator. And I took my check and I paid for um, paint, got some people to help me pick it up and started uh, the Instagram and the Facebook and mm-hmm. um, all the social networks. And, and just just went from there and just been operating ever since. Did you have any prior experience to, you know, nonprofit work or doing stuff in the community? 
Um, I was the president of the NAACP in college. That's I right. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the president of the NAACP at my school um, over the, the whole campus. Um, and our unit was 6812. Shout out to them. Um, I started an organization by the name of Unblemished at school. Um, I have been doing activism my entire life. And so starting Funky Town Fridge was just um, another layer, another hat. Uh, so what is it like that drives you towards this mission? I love my city. I love my people. Even in the darkest times when I feel like giving up, that love is what lifts me and keeps me motivated. How do you go about like establishing you know, where, where to put these fridges? Well, first I make sure that there are neighborhoods that actually have a need um, for this type of situation project program. Mm-hmm. Um, so mostly food apartheid neighborhoods um, like Stop Six, like the North Side, um, like um, the South Side, the West Side. Those are always going to be like my main focus areas. And now I'm hoping to put even just more fridges in those areas. Um, because there is such a need. So that is always the number one priority. Um, Do these people have access to food daily on the regular, the way they need to? And if they do, then that's not a place where we need to be, Um, where I I need to be laboring to make sure that they're getting free food. Um, It has to be privately owned, a business, a car wash, a barbershop. It really doesn't even matter as long as it's privately owned. Um, that way that I know I can just, it's just a relationship between me and the host mm-hmm. and not me having to deal with outside governmental entities. It needs to have an open and accessible space mm-hmm. where people can see and um, the host will have to be willing to freely let the people come in and truly understand this project and how it works and how it operates. So I always tell people to make sure that they do the proper research before they even reach out to us Mm -hmm. so that they are aware and can know that this is something that they're really going to do because our commitment is already there. Do you know off the top of your head how many community fridges y'all have placed? Um, Since we've operated, we've placed about five. Right now we have, we're down to about three, working on three more prayerfully <laughs> um hopefully we're finally being able to put one on the north side um i'm gonna put one more in poly and i added another one to um stop six as well okay gotcha it was really cool because i know my boss shay i think was the one who like helped connect us together and so it was really cool you know going up every day to the office and seeing like the progress that was ma- being made on the fridge like because y'all y'all go out there with like you know literally hammers and nails and, yeah <laughs> yeah and put it was thing, a process especially like in the middle of the summer like mm, <laughs> prop, props to y'all it was there all day <laughs> oh my god i can't believe you saw that yeah it was it was a lot you you have no idea mm. yes <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about the artwork that y'all have on the the fridges um so that's six fridge designed and the mural that we had initially at the south side fridge i believe me and the artist kelsha collaborated and she was the very first artist that i worked with and she's really been like my go-to person 
um, for art because she really captures the the vision of what I'm trying to um, portray to these communities and to people who may not fully understand. And so um, she actually reached out. She was my first artist. Um, she reached out to us via Instagram and she was she's an art student at UNT. I think this is her senior year. Mm-hmm. And um, she came and she painted the Southside mural, the Southside fridge, the first one. And she also painted the Atatiana fridge, which I personally asked her to do um, on behalf of her family because I knew that she would be she would be the artist to be able to truly capture the essence of what I was trying to portray. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's from the east side of Fort Worth. She's from Stop Six like me. And so working together with Funky Town Fridges really allowed us to bond with each other and um, in this work because it's not always easy. <laughs> and sometimes it gets very hard, but um, I'm grateful for people like Kelsha and artists like Kelsha um, who are always willing to help. Um, our second fridge was painted by Haley and she is actually an art teacher and she had her art students paint our third fridge that mm-hmm. went in promo. Um, and that was a really cool project for them. And they were very into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe another art teacher painted one of our fridges okay. on her own, uh, Miss Bree. So um, I- I've just started kind of like an artist network of local artists. And art teachers are good because I like to get the kids involved and I like, um, for them to have something that they can present to the community and be proud of and say that they're doing so, they're giving purposeful contribution um to the people around them as well. So different ways, different people, but all great artists. So I have a two-part question. So first part, what is it that people typically leave at the fridges? And then, you know, once the station is set up, how often do y'all check back in on it or you know help supply it oh people typically leave um, canned goods i think that's because like that's always a safer option mm-hmm. like canned goods um those bags of peas and stuff like that people typically leave there um yeah mostly dry goods in the water we try to do like a big coffers in the water in the summer we try to do like a big community call for water and just remind people to constantly keep water in there as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, that's when people bring things, that's usually what they bring, like canned goods and stuff. We check it daily. From day one, if it's out there, we're there the next day, just looking to make sure that things are copacetic and where they need to be. Um, so there's always somebody either just like driving by or just looking or watching. Usually if there's somebody there like getting food, uh, we'll wait and, you know, give them their space and then we'll go and do like a fridge check or something. Um, But we check them pretty often. At this point, I check it pretty much like, you know, obsessively, like when I go in and when I leave. Um, And I always think it's super cool when people leave things like, you know, diapers or like sanitary pads, like it, things that you know, people might take for granted that, you know, like ease of access or, but it's just like readily available. I, I don't know. That always makes me like, especially happy. It's just like, here's a little health kit for you. Yeah. It makes me happy because um, it reminds me that there are people that are considerate in the world and that um, 
back and really kind of see beyond what's there. Because if you see a refrigerator in a pantry, you're going to automatically put food in there, but and maybe not think of other things mm-hmm. that could go there that people may need. And so um, when people think like that and outside the box, it always it, it um, gives me comfort right. <laughs> and knowing, um, you know, I'm providing that resource for them to be a resource to somebody else. And we do have organizations that deliver like um, sanitary packs daily. Um, so that's amazing. Yeah. I know. The other thing that we get that I think is cool is like entire like pre-made meal kits um, that I think literally come from Whole Foods. Really? Yeah. We'll, I'll go out there sometimes and there will be like, you know, just a ton of stuff. It's, it's already cooked. It's already those. like good to good to go. I checked one of them and it was like you know, like peppered steak and like (laughs) broiled vegetables. Like it, it's like a solid meal. Like, yeah. You know, we get, um, snap kitchen calls a lot and we go get meals from them and take them. And those are pre-made meals. Mm. Impress the juice company. They call a few times and then we'll go, we'll go get juice and we'll put it in there. So slowly, but surely, we're starting to also build our partnerships mm-hmm. um, with local businesses that do have commercially made pre 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 cooked meals, right. <laughs> and it 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 just makes it that much better and that much easier to go pick them up and throw them in the fridge as opposed to going grocery shopping for like two or three hours mm-hmm. for three fridges and then filling them all up. Right, because I know you know even when when I was a kid and we would like go to like the local pantry i can't think of the name of right now um they would tell us like it's great when people donate you know canned goods but a lot of times it's kind of inaccessible because they don't if they don't have that like peel off lid it's like how are people going to get into it and we try to tell people to do that as much as possible um because we serve such a houseless uh, a huge houseless population Mm -hmm. and they don't always have access um to a can to can openers and I try not to have sharp things at the fridges just because I think that's just too much of a liability or health hazard. Mm. Uh, so how are you hoping to you know, expand this program like in the next five years? <laughs> you want to know all my plans. Yeah, I want to know how y'all, because <laughs> I mean, you're doing good work. So I want to know like, you know, how, how much more that'll, that'll help out the community. Um, in five years, I hope to have a building bought and paid for and ready. Um, I hope to have many more partnerships, especially with local businesses and local restaurants. Um, I hope to have the three fridges that I'm putting out this year and maybe five more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I hope that the organization just continues to flourish and be a resource beyond Fucky Town Fridge because we've done so much and um it's it's helped me to reconnect with the city mm-hmm. and the people here because I've been gone in college for five years and um when I came home it was not the same and I was just engulfed in in my own you know self and 
uh, elevation in life that I wasn't really thinking about um, the relationships and the connections with people outside of my own world. You know, so um, I hope that I'm able to keep building bonds uh, with the people of the city and being able to be a resource in hopefully more ways than one. I think that's it. What has been the response to the Funky Town Fridge project? You know, you said that you tend to give folks space if they're like actively at the the fridge. Um, But what about like the business owners and, you know, just other people who might have heard about it? They've been excited. Um, actually, I tell this story all the time. When we had our first fridge opening, I was very nervous and I did not expect anybody to come. But <laughs> some kind of way, the entire city knew and and news stations and people from all over the city, people that didn't even live in Fort Worth. Um, and people from Dallas, which never really happens, like mm. people from Dallas rarely drive yeah, out. There, there's like a, there's something that keeps yeah, in Dallas separated. in the water <laughs> in both cities. And so, yeah, people from Dallas came. A lot of different bloggers came and they all expressed how excited they were to see it happening and how different and cool it was. And so many adjectives that I wasn't even thinking about. Like, I was just thinking, let me get this fridge out and just let it work, Lord, please. Mm. But all these people were coming up to me and just with, like, all these feelings of gratitude and honor and um, inspiration, which I never really expected, but I'm always grateful for and appreciative of. And even from that day on, people would send us DMs and tell us, thank you for educating them. Or, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. I didn't even think about things this way, but now I'm looking at it a certain different way. Um, So we always get those kinds of messages. A lot of the time, some of the houseless people, if they find a piece of paper and a pen, They'll write us a note telling us thank you. Um, sometimes kids give us little gifts and stuff. So I think the response has been great. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. But yeah, I know I know it is, uh, you know, this this is a project and, you know, a, a partnership that we've all been super stoked to be a part of. Um, like I said, like I, I check that thing on the daily. Um, <laughs> my coworkers and I, like, Literally, we'll we'll keep tabs because you know some folks leave like fresh produce. Like there's someone who just leaves like a ton of sweet potatoes and stuff all the time that I guess they grew themselves. So mm-hmm. you know we'll check and make sure that all the vegetables are good and yay! All that stuff. Um, Thank you. That makes me happy. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely like everybody on our side of the building um, is like totally invested in it. I love <laughs> I love it. This community looking out for community. For sure. Uh, I think that's all the questions that I had. Thank you again for speaking with me. If there's anything that, you know, you want to make the folks listening aware of or anything you want to plug, please feel free to. Okay. So we have started our Refill the Fridge campaign. Um, If I'm not sure, most people have found our new Instagram, but if you haven't, it's at Fridge Talk TV. Um, we recently let everybody know that we have been hacked in a very major way. And so we've been trying to recover from that, not only from IG, but from the funds that we lost. Mm. And so we've been starting a campaign in order to do that and um, just recover and get those funds back. And then also 
gain whatever we need to propel us into 2023. Um, so if anybody is willing to donate, they can go to funkytownfridge.org forward slash donate. And then all our donation links will be there. You can always go to a fridge and take food or produce or um, any kind of dry goods. And houseless survival kits are always good. Or sanitary products for women. I believe that's it. You can that's perfect. <laughs> funkytownfridge.org if you ever want to volunteer, if you want to donate, all those things are there. Um, and all our contact information is there as well. Cool. I'd like to give a huge shout out and thanks to Kendra once again for speaking with us. If you'd like to donate to Funky Town Fridge, you can always stop by our Campus Drive headquarters or visit their website to find the closest community fridge near you. And hey, if your organization is doing good in the community, we'd love to hear about it and figure out how we can collaborate together to help create lives of independence. Thank you again for listening to this episode and we'll see you in the next one. You have been listening to Goodcast, a podcast produced by Goodwill North Central Texas. To stay up to date on all things Goodwill NCT, be sure to check out our social media and sign up for our newsletter. And if you have a second, we'd appreciate it if you could share the show with a friend or leave us a review on iTunes. It is the fastest way to help the show grow. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts.